It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, Your Chicago Scene Salvation, featuring interviews with the premier tastemakers in the Chicago music and nightlife community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at ChicagoVersUnited.com. This week, recording at Chicago's Observatory Studios with Eric from the studio. Uh, you can find them on the web at ObservatoryStudios.com. Thanks to them. Joining me in the studio, returning guest Veronica Murtaugh of CreamTeam.info, who's been on the show a couple times now. Always great to have you back. How's it going? Uh, really good. I wanted to get you up here you're one of like the kind of forefront bloggers i feel in chicago who really is tuned into not just local but national music so i wanted to kind of get your take on just some of the local music happenings this year but uh before we get to that like how was your 2010 it was good it was interesting you know um Tried to do some new things and then find myself at the end of the year returning to some old things and hopefully starting the new year thinking about those old things in a new way. So it's been a great year for music here, both local and oh my know, God, yeah. lots of acts from outside. Uh, music festivals have been great this year. Everyone that I North went to was fun. pops up. Yeah, I mean, we had North Coast and Sonar both came here this year and hopefully mm-hmm. we'll seem like they did well enough that they'll be back so we can hope for that and both Pitchfork and Lollapalooza had pretty good years. They did and there was some local talent on both of those. Did you have like a favorite act or even multiple favorite acts that were kind of like Chicago based in 2010? Well I think that My Gold Mask had a really good year. Oh yeah. You know I actually didn't end up seeing them that much this year in Chicago but you know out at South by Southwest um, they played an event I did they played an event some friends did so I caught them a couple times out there and I just thought you know, they got a lot of buzz for themselves. And I know they just had a record release party recently and, you know, a local act that always deserved to do well. And I think this is the year that a lot of people outside Chicago caught on to them. So yeah, you know, I think that that's an act that they just have such kind of like this great, strange, exotic sound. And there's so much happening there. And they put out these releases that are really short, which I think is a smart move, because Mm -hmm. it doesn't oversaturate things. People are like, they're left wanting more. So yeah, My Gold Mask, great act in 2010. On a little bit, maybe bigger scale, the Smith Westerns, I think it's, oh this is yeah. getting ready to be their big year. 2011 you know? is going to be and huge not even on a local law. I mean, you know, I don't think people even think of them as a local band. No. You know, I thought it was interesting that when they, I don't know if you saw that video, Ryan McGinley, the photographer, he's like a photographer filmmaker. I know what you're talking about. I don't think he I saw that He came to Pitchfork one. and he shot them on stage. He just has this really like heady slimane aesthetic of like young boys with this youthful look, just kind of the exuberance of youth and very tuned Which into they art, fashion, music. Yeah. And he just captured them so beautifully. And of course you see them, them playing their songs too. Did you see their video for Weekend? That just I did. Dropped I did. You know, I love that song. It's I, I picked it as one of my top songs of the year, actually, even though the actual album isn't out yeah. until it's still January. Out. You know, I, I think it's just a different sound for them. And I love their early kind of messier, more glammy punk yeah. stuff. But I think that's new sound. It's just it's more mature and it's going to open them up to even more of an audience. You know, watching that video, I was just like, man, this is like the quintessential like suburban adolescent, just kind of like wasting your time experience, like at the mall and like at the hot dog stand in the arcade and i just love it me of, it reminded me of like a greg iraqi or greg Araki film like nowhere have you ever seen that no i haven't i forget what year it was out it's probably at least 15 years old now but <laughs> it, it was just kind of like people wandering around and all the guys look like the way it's styled like it's mm-hmm. just kind of yeah I, I love that an act i was loving this year that i i'm pretty sure you've had featured on cream team before loyal divide mm-hmm. another act that doesn't have their record out yet but they put out a few singles they're high on my no i haven't seen them in list. a long time 
live. They did um, a lot of shows this yeah, year. Yeah, one though. of my friends who's a music writer who just moved here, he got turned on to them. He's been to a few of his shows and thinks they're a great local band he's discovered. So they're just so like, their music's so unsettling. Yeah. And I love really... that. And it's like, it's this dark, strange sound. And they're such nice guys mm-hmm. contrasting this like very like yeah. strange. You know, actually, when I posted music. on that, it was one of, they emailed me out of the blue, but it was one of their first things that they put out. Like, yeah. it was probably, probably the end of 08 sometime. Did you have like a favorite local release, even if it wasn't specifically that band, but like one record, one EP, even a single, something that stood out to you? I won't lie. I've been listening to a lot more international stuff this year and a lot more electronic. I feel like it's been a really good year for electronic music. Absolutely. I do feel like the Nether Friends have done a lot of great stuff this year. I think like they had that whole kind of like tour blog, which was really an interesting little project. That They're was kind fun of like 50 read. states, 50 songs. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that more than album stood out and was interesting. Locally, I think that there's a lot of kind of good producers doing stuff this year. People that do DJ, but you might not see their name as much like Adulture. Here at Shrigley's, just like a really young kid, but he's making some great stuff that's in the spirit of the traditional house that he was probably yeah, a baby when it was yeah. coming out. Chrissy Murderbot does some great stuff. I know he has like a new video he just shot last week. Now, with Nether Friends, getting back to that for a second, did you hear their iced tea cover that just dropped? I didn't. Yeah, they did Cop Killer. And it's this kind of like shimmering, shoegazy, very dreamy cover of Cop Killer. And if you weren't paying attention, you would never, ever know that it's a nice tea song. And then you listen to it and you're like, oh, my God, that's so funny because it's just totally this really violent, angry song that's just totally masked in this dreamy kind of aesthetic. So I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I haven't heard that. It just dropped earlier this month. What about like shows and events, like not even just festivals, maybe like one offs or even South by Southwest? South by Southwest was really fun. It's the first time I had gone. So I didn't really know what to expect. Me too. It was interesting because... It's like everyone's doing something. So, and I went to CMJ recently as well. So it was oh, nice. it was cool to see those two juxtaposed against each other. And I liked CMJ a lot better. It was a little more of a. It's so spread out that it's a little more of a destination. Like you pick a show and you're going to and you're gonna stay. Whereas South by Southwest, everything's so close. It's this constant. They were shows revolving were... door. You walk in for five minutes and then you're like, oh, okay, well, let's see what's right right next door there, and then what's right next door there. So it's like a little too much in the sense that you don't really stick around you and get the full experience of anyone's showcases or any bands that and there versus cmj cmj they were using a lot more traditional spaces and venues and clubs because there's more whereas like they were making shops. anything into a venue at south by and a lot of times the sound suffered or you know there was equipment troubles and i feel like if you're seeing a lot of those bands for the first time your judgment might not be of the band but the quality yeah i definitely agree because i remember i was going to see kids in the hall who are one of my favorite local acts of the year who i never got a chance to see i really wanted to and i was waiting for them to go on at one of the venues somewhere on sixth street it wasn't even that they were taking long but they weren't on yet and then i saw on twitter that ben gibbard was next door so i just wanted up to see Ben Gibbard, but it was like I was planning on going to a Kids in the Hall show and somehow saw Ben Gibbard acoustic, which is just about as disparate as you can get those two yeah. acts. So you're right. Like it is something where if this thing is not happening right in front of me right now, I'm going to move on. It's kind of an ADD setting, which is fun in its own respect. A little more of a party setting, I think. It kind of is. It's like big, long scene Mardi Gras kind of. Almost. Yeah, it definitely reminded me of Mardi Gras or like when the streets shut down after the Blackhawks one. Kind of looking at the festivals, I felt Lollapalooza was a little bit light on local acts. And I know you and I talked about Lala, so I don't want to dwell on that. But like on the festival tip in Chicago, was there anything that stood out to you? North Coast did the best job of featuring local acts. And a lot of those acts I didn't know, but you know, I got a sense of some of them and they weren't necessarily my aesthetic, but I think they did a really fantastic job. I mean, Chicago has so many festivals, but yet they seem to put one together that one, a lot of people wanted to come to and that still really didn't like shark anyone's audience or territory. They really made it their own thing. You know, I thought that was was kind of like a little bit jam band, a little bit hip hop, a little electronic, 
but it just had this certain aesthetic that was its own. And it was very reasonably priced compared to a lot of other festivals, ahem, Lollapalooza. Um, yeah, I think that makes a huge difference. So, so you know, you could go see Moby or Boys Noise or a local band like Gemini Club. Who had like a huge monster of a year. Yeah, they did well. They were actually really fun there. I've seen them so many times now, but like I thought they did really well. I don't know if they've ever played an, another like outdoor festival thing, but yeah, you know, I don't know. It was I mean, nice because their set was at night on one of the smaller stages and people were all dancing. It was, it, they did really well there. Yeah, I think that they had a great year. I think that Hey Champ had a solid showing this year. They played at CMJ. Gemini Club, I just think, really dominated. Midnight Conspiracy, another DJ act that just kind of like yeah, you popped know, on I'm, the scene and that suddenly they're kind of everywhere. They've been touring a good bit too, it seems like, from their Twitter account. You know, I've seen them play a few times locally but i haven't necessarily followed everything but yeah it seems like they're getting well they're getting a lot of love for their remixes outside chicago and i think it's opening some chances to play at other people's events and kind of tour a bit which is great now you know i have a feeling you're going to say smith westerns but are there any other like local releases that are kind of on your radar for 2011 that you're already kind of hungry for everything that everyone's going to put out this i'm so bad at you know music moves so fast that i don't keep up with what's coming next i just kind of wait for it to arrive. I'm not sure if they're putting anything out, but I think White Car, a band I discovered this year that are just fantastic and that really kind of move in their own circle and not mm-hmm. a lot of people are tipped to them. I first saw them at, at a Salem show in Pilsen in, a, okay. in like an attic loft, which I don't even know if that many people knew was happening. It was just some <laughs> like weird art thing that went around the internet that was promoted and they ended up being a billion times better in Salem. Kind of gothy, industrial, but really charged and dancey. And they're dark, but at the same time, you just want to like move to their music. You know, they're probably in the company of a group like Mahjong, but mm-hmm. a bit more electronic leaning. Yeah. So kind of the band like frequents art lofts and stuff, but they just have a really solid live show. You know, and Pilsen is really like, I think, kind of the neighborhood to watch, which I think mm-hmm. it has been for a bit, but it seems like people are trying to bring more and more shows there. And they don't really have a proper venue, per se, like something akin to like a Metro or Shubas. But it seems like people aren't going to let that stop them. People are bringing the art and music, well, not bringing it, but really kind of like amplifying it there, uh, whether there's a proper license space or not, you know. So I think that in 2011, we're going to see a lot more. There's an interesting space that's open now that I haven't been out to yet. It's the, all the guys that do the co-prosperity sphere. Okay, um, yeah. The art, kind of like the big art I think community I saw, like, down there. Well, that's down in Bridgeport. There. There's a bar called Maria's. Is it in Bridgeport? or It's either in Bridgeport or Pill. I, I think it's in Bridgeport. But So one of the guys there, I guess his parents have owned this bar for years and years. And so they took over kind of making it into like a little bit of a venue. And it's just open. And, you know, they've had like, they'll have really interesting stuff, like kind of like a DJ doing kind of like tropical world music and then like a punkish band and then this back room. I really need to trek down there. But so it's sort of kind of making something a little bit out of a normal neighborhood space. Yeah, I think there's a lot more risks in in their kind of events. It's not just like here is three bands on a bill. Yeah. There's a lot more art incorporated into it. It's a lot more kind of varied, you know, and you're going to go down there and catch something that you might not necessarily know what you're getting in for. But I think well, yeah, that they that tied it into like the, select, like the select media festival and stuff like that. So, like, you know, you'll go and see the art stuff. And then now there's somewhere that's down there where you can go and listen to music and have drinks after instead of just like just took me two hours to get down here. <laughs> right. Now I got to go back somewhere else to go out. You know, another space that I think is great in Pilsen that I don't think they've really started doing music stuff yet, but it wouldn't surprise me. Simone on 18th kind of like 
They do some. Close I mean, they have Halston. DJs play there. Right. I don't know that they have bands, but like they used to have such this, an interesting space, though. Like visually, it's very big. I've only been there once, and I didn't expect it to be nearly as big as it was. It's, it's a really cool space. I think it was a great year in music. I think there was a lot happening with Chicago, and I feel like we're coming up into a bigger year. I feel like there's a lot of talent here. There's a lot of people who are playing the game really smart, and I think that it's going to show through next year. And I think we're heading in for a good year of music. So that's exciting. I'm hoping. Yeah, I think we're going to see people doing things that are different, especially in terms of venues. Kinda I feel like, like people are looking, are getting tired of going to the same place. There's new places that are opening up. Like there's the Mid, which is set to open soon. There's Hearts, which just mm-hmm. opened as more of a, a lot dance of like venue. DJ. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, they're big venues. They're in good locations with high rent. So, you know, I mean, they have to promote themselves as selling bottle services, having a cover charge. And that's fine. Kind of they bring can in bring the in the nightclub in some... experience to the live music world. Yeah, it's nice. They can bring in some bigger names, but, you know, that all comes with a price tag. And it can be a turnoff to a lot of people who just want to go somewhere more yeah. casual. And um, not drop a large chunk of yeah. change. So I think we're going to see a more return to DIY spaces. Like, I would love to see that in the city, personally. Um, yeah, I think that makes it more exciting yeah there's the happy dog gallery on milwaukee which is where i saw white car most recently a few weeks ago they had put together just a really crazy loft show it's where um heaven used to be Okay, right. I think it, I'm yeah. not sure if it's it's in the same building. I'm not sure if it's the exact same space. I think it's yeah. like one floor above. I don't even know who's in charge of it or what's going on, but it'll just be like a Friday night and there'll be like four bands playing and you just kind of hear about it randomly online and the entire place is full and it's such great foot traffic those locations. I mean, who knows how long that can actually last in that good of a location, but Sure. Some really interesting stuff going on there. I've actually been trying to put on some shows. One of the guys who writes from my blog has a big house in Logan Square with an attic with a stage built in it. And we threw... It's really all you need. Threw a big Halloween party there with a bunch of bands. With Four Loco, right? The Fountain? Uh, that was the second event we did, okay. which <laughs> was supposed to be in Pilsen. We lost the location 3 a.m. the day before. So we ended up moving it to Garfield Park and one of the band members' houses, Panda Riot, who are a really good local indie band. I've been working with Jose from Calm Palm Vapor at this like holiday day job I've had this month. So he's been telling me all about it and oh uh, yeah yeah I nice like guy. literally got snowed in that night. Like I couldn't get it my was car a, out of my place. It took two and a half hours to get a cab out from there. No one would come. And then they blacklisted us for one of our friends calling too much. They thought we were pranking them. <laughs> like, it, And it was impossible because it, it was right next to the green line, but it doesn't run all night. So it sure. was literally impossible to get out of there. And it was like a snowstorm and frigid. and Not the place was, you want to be trapped. No, I mean, it was fun, though. It was nice to just... And a lot of people came out with the last-minute location change. And, and then there was another show I went to recently, and another thing that I just kind of heard about online. I don't even know who put it together. It was this DJ group, Soul Clap, who were one of my favorites. I believe they're from Boston. And they were playing in some basement space under a warehouse in Fulton Market. And it was, like, the vibe was just incredible. It was hot and stuffy and packed with, like, red lights. And I don't know where all these people came from. I don't know how everyone <laughs> heard about it. But it was what I would imagine it felt like to go out to hear house music when it first hit it was probably the best nightlife dj experience i've ever had in the city of living here in seven years i think diy space is the thing to look out for in 2011 and really i think pilsen's going to be a part of that so i'm looking forward i love those shows i love that vibe i love going to something that kind of feels new and fresh and innovative and kind of dangerous you know you don't really know what's going to happen so all good things to look forward to in 2011 what's coming up with you and cream team is there anything on the horizon in 2011 we should know about yet or well i'm going to overhaul the entire site and make it into something new it will probably include a new name and a complete rebrand 
expanding. I want to make it into something bigger, take on some more contributors and hopefully tie it into doing some more events and kind of hone it to maybe not be so broad in what we post, have a little bit more of a specific voice. And I would like to make it into more of an editorial site, a place where people can go and write a longer feature if they like and whatnot. It'll still definitely cover Chicago things. And as cream team as it stands, it'll probably make that a section of it or something or just tie it to local events and maybe make it its own separate project for keeping things in Chicago. Not quite sure yet. You know, you're writing Cream Team, everything you guys have going on. It's always a great source to get, like I said, not only local, but also national and really international content that you're not going to get elsewhere. So always glad to have you up on the show and have you share your take on everything that's happening with the music culture in this city. So thank you again for coming up here. Thanks. Can I just end by saying that we should keep Paul Johnson as a Chicago house producer in our yes. thoughts this holiday season. He was in a really bad car accident. I just saw about that. That's very I believe over the weekend. And, you know, he's someone that really put Chicago on the map and has been doing it a long time. And hopefully he'll recover and keep doing it. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. So definitely worth keeping him in everyone's thoughts and kind of seeing what we can do to help improve his situation. Awesome. All right. Well, Veronica, as always, thanks so much for coming up. Awesome oh, to welcome. have you. Cool. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. Happy New Year. You too. This has been the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Thanks to Veronica Murtaugh for joining me in the studio again, and to Eric from Observatory Studios for having us up today. You can check them out on the web at observatorystudios.com. And you can head to chicagoverseunited.com slash podcast to find all past episodes of this podcast, including interviews with Matt DeFore from UR Chicago, Tyler Curtis of Darkroom Demons, Andrew Barber of Fakeshore Drive, and many, many more. And be sure to follow us online at facebook.com and twitter.com slash dynastypodcast, as well as dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. The Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Jaima Black, Dynasty Descend.